Hey guys and welcome to another episode of the incubation experience. So before I begin today I just I just want to you know thank everybody who actually took the time to really listen to my previous episode and share their thoughts on how I how I can make it better. Uh because at the end of the day I just I just want to make this an amazing experience for you guys the listeners. So thank you a huge shout out to you guys for all the love and support you have been showing so far. And uh I just want you guys to know that all your suggestions I- I'm taking all your suggestions very seriously and I actually make a small note of it and I constantly try to you know I progressively try to incorporate incorporate those suggestions into my episodes so you'll see me do that in this one as well so one of the first suggestions I got was you know to try and not stammer as much and I will try to consciously put an effort to do that and uh, you know i got another suggestion saying uh, try to take breaks between sentences so that you're not rushing into the content that you're trying to give out and so i think and so i will uh, you know uh, consciously put my effort in taking things a bit slow so that it's easier for you guys to understand what i'm saying also i've summarized my points here very well so that mm-hmm. you know i don't forget anything because i think i got a suggestion saying it seems like i i might be forgetting something from the tone of my voice so i just want you to know that that won't happen uh and yeah and the most interesting suggestion i got i think from the last episode is to give people context on who you are as an individual so this was really interesting because it it did kind of cross my mind but uh, to me it seemed more like you know who i am in terms of my qualifications and things like that but this this person just convinced me to you know take some time out and i think talk to the people about who you are as an individual and um, you know what are your beliefs and what's your story like everyone's got a story right and what's your story and i think i think that really makes sense and so i think that's where i'll begin with this episode like who i am so i think i think i'm just this really spontaneous guy like i tend to make a lot of decisions on a whim and just go with it so that has been i i have always considered it to be a strength for me but i can also see why that can be a weakness because you know i i don't like to overthink my decisions uh and because it just it just causes a lot of stress and i don't really like that kind of stress and anxiety uh so and i don't like i mean uh it, it might sound stupid but i don't like to put a lot of thought into you know whether something makes sense or not like if if it feels right to me i'll i'll just go ahead and do it so i think in that sense i'm a very spontaneous person oh and i can get very stubborn if i really want something like really really stubborn i will not let go of my opinion or not i wouldn't say opinion but i would not let go of something if i really want it so that can be a problem i i see that as a potential weakness uh because you know uh being open to the world about new ideas is always a good thing and it's not that i'm not but it's just when it comes to certain things i can just be very you know i'll just block myself out from everything else and so that's one that's another thing about me uh so i think this has been me for, for the longest period i've known myself uh it's not that a great deal has changed about these aspects but there are a few things i think um really led me to become this person 
so that so i i wasn't really the kind of kid you know who fit into a lot of things that were considered you know uh, trendy at the time like um so for example like i remember the my my first memory of trying something new and not liking it was cricket so i mean uh, my dad basically you know uh, put this idea in front of me that you know why don't you join a cricket coaching class uh, or a camp and it'll be fun and it's something that everyone enjoys and things like that but i never i never really liked the sport like it, it it's even to this day i kind of find it very boring very monotonous and i know that a lot of people will probably you know uh, tell me otherwise but i just don't like the sport at all i think it's quite boring there's there's no real excitement there and again these are my opinions guys i don't mean to offend anyone uh, but yeah and uh, so when i went to cricket camp it was it was a very draining experience for me um so there's not a lot of things that caught my attention as a kid that you know that was in the mainstream but the thing that i think really caught my attention as a kid was gaming like i would sit in front of my pc for like hours together and just game my life away like whether it was call of duty or assassin's creed you know or need for speed like these these were like the games that i really enjoyed playing and at one point i did have a playstation and that was another experience altogether like there was just something unique to me about you know escaping into a completely different world where you get to be whoever you want to be whether that is a famous i mean a badass fighter pilot trying to shoot down enemy planes or uh, you know a criminal of grand theft auto roaming around the streets like a gangster and um, or just the pure thrill of driving a supercar uh, away from the cops it was just another experience altogether like that was something i really enjoyed because you could really be whoever you wanted at that point and forget everything else like it was like a pure escape so gaming was a huge thing for me and looking back i think that has had a lot of impact on my life because at one point i was so hooked on to gaming that i almost forgot that the real world existed outside of it and i think at i think at this point i was just trying to escape the other things that were you know um haunting my life at the moment so one of one of the biggest one of the biggest things uh, that had an impact on me was i think in 5th grade ever since 5th grade because up until up until then i was like i was into cricket i mean not into cricket but i was playing cricket like i said i was a part of that coaching camp uh and i was fit and i was you know like almost athletic but after that ever since i quit it uh i guess i just put on a lot of weight like it was like a huge thing for me because uh, i i think it was just that at that point of time it it was like a huge self esteem issue for me like i kind of felt like you know uh i felt like i wasn't myself because of how i've seen myself over the years and that had a huge impact on me and you know my confidence in talking to people and i started you know i started to kind of shut shut out everything else and i think gaming at that point of time was really what drew me in because when you shut yourself out from the world you always look for another place to escape and gaming was that for me uh and so it went on for a couple of years like uh, 
fairly into my you know uh, uh, right from 5th grade till i think 12th it's like i was just all out gaming all the time and uh, it was like an escape so that was about me in school and i think after that the next big change happened uh in college because i think i think everyone when they go through college is you know just trying to accept themselves for who they are and that's a huge thing like it's not easy it's easier said than done because you have like these really really you know whether it's embarrassing moments or uh, uh something that you're not proud of and you just have to deal with it because you know you made those decisions as an adult you can no longer blame any, anything around you for those decisions and that can be quite difficult and daunting at first but i think over time uh, you start to understand that you can get more control over those things and i think that uh, going through that was really important for me because it kind of shaped my thought process into you know uh, really becoming more inclusive in who i talk to and not judging people for who they are and really open up myself to the outside world again like it was it was like breaking out of my shell and it was a huge thing for me like i think that was one of the proudest moments for me so far because at that point i knew i could actually become something like step out of my shell and be of value to somebody or something and although my performance in college okay yeah so j- just to i think at this point it's i think it's important uh, not important but i think it's just just to give you guys some context i did my bachelor's in christ uh, so i'm a bba student and so yeah it it was a business school and the environment was also a business environment you can you could really make that out like um so coming back to what i was saying was at that point of time because of how much I've, how much i achieved not in terms of academics but in terms of who i thought i was as a person and who i who i became after college i was just so proud like you know uh academics was never my strong point uh in bba because i never really gave a shit like i was so used to failing in school like i remember this like i said like ever since 5th grade my grades just stooped down low like to another level uh in fact like in one of my classes i mean in one of my exams in 11th uh math was really hard it was calculus and it never entered my brain mm-hmm. so uh in one of the exams uh, i wrote I, i i i i never actually wrote it because it, there was nothing on the paper when i submitted it and you know uh, i had gotten a half out of 100 and and i remember when i got the paper it was it was not a shock but i i kind of started laughing because you know somewhere deep down inside i knew this wasn't really a test of anything like i knew at that point this is just superficial like it doesn't prove anything and uh, but my parents never understood that like it was it was like to them it was more of a concern and i don't blame them for it because it's a huge like it's it's like a it's like a thing right like you're you're almost going to write a board exam and you get a half on a hundred that's that's like very scary for someone who uh you know uh, who doesn't really understand what that means and um, so yeah i was by this point i was used to failing it was not that it wasn't that i was afraid 
of you know what might come if i don't score well or things like that it was just that i never found i never found any value in in that way of evaluating someone like there would be like these groups created where you know uh, a separate group goes and attends a remedial class and honestly i found that class to be much more interesting because it was with people like myself who didn't really give a shit about grades and i kind of just enjoyed those moments like it, it was fun it was interesting so by the time i'm out of co- by the time i was out of college uh in bba i was i was pretty i was down with some pretty bad grades but i just managed to get through like it was hard but i just managed to graduate and um, so yeah and at that and at this point i think you know people are uh people are attending placements and they're just they're just getting into jobs and a lot of other things and being super productive and things like that and i wasn't one of those guys so clearly that had an impact on me because i knew i could be much better and ever since then after that i decided to join an, an mba course and that's when i think my real potential started to shine because i consciously made an effort to prove to myself that i could be better than who i was and that actually happened like you know i once i did that and i just told myself this is this is the platform i'm going to use to get better um it did happen like i think uh i think it would be safe to say that i was one of those better performers in class i was more active in class i loved questioning teachers i still love it to this day because uh i hate it when they come into class and take the classes for granted like you know they they don't even prepare and they just come and they show up presentation i hate that so i try to challenge them in class push them to come prepared next time and um, it was a great experience for me like i think that really showed me what i'm capable of uh what that i can do something if i aspire to do it and one year later the covid-19 pandemic hits and uh, because of that i knew that you know uh, it wasn't worth i think spending all my time sitting in online classes because again i i didn't really see the value in that and um, i decided to drop out and now here i am uh and okay so i i also i think of myself as a very like a very deep thinker because i don't like uh thinking on the surface like i think it's a waste of time to just think about trivial things that don't matter so so i like to really dig deep into let's say someone's thoughts or how they're feeling about something because those are the things that that uh, those are the things that really count like because you're going to you're going to be in their company and it only makes sense to understand them as a person better than talk about other trivial things like you know how's the weather or how's college and things like that uh so a lot of times you will just find me you know uh, silently listening to conversations without saying much uh so that i would say you know in a way that that makes me a good listener um so a lot of people i think tend to confuse deep thinking with overthinking like it's not that i overthink my situations i mean i do sometimes i do overthink uh it's only natural uh so but i quickly try to you know as soon as i find myself doing that i just block it out like you know uh, i just tell myself that you know you're just overthinking things and take a deep breath and just relax and it, it's it it all works out but 
yeah so a lot of people confuse me to be an overthinker but i'm really not and uh, and i i think if you really have to put me in a box to define who i am it would be that i have this i think disproportionate level of self belief in myself about anything that i do like i just know end of the day if it if it's not if i'm not if as long as i'm still breathing it's going to be fine like that's the kind of guy i am like of course i have you know like my own ambitions and my own goals and stuff that i really want to achieve and see myself achieve but i don't let that override my mental peace i don't that and that's why i don't like stressing out over a lot of things that people normally do um especially when it's work related i just take it easy i take it simple and just take it at my own pace and i think that way you you'll just find that you know i just have this one poker face on all the time um i'm listening to you when you're talking but it sometimes it feels like i'm not paying attention but i really am and uh, and i and i kind of dig deep into other people's thoughts and feelings and some people might find that intrusive because i've had people tell me that in the past like they just feel that you know i'm um, uh maybe are probing a little too much into their life and that's fine like i understand that that space as well because i have that space of my own um and yeah and just generally i like you know i just like to zone out think about a lot of things a lot of possibilities that keep running in my head and i guess this was one of them like it's whether it's a podcast or the business both of them were an outcome of that deep thinking and i think that's what really defines me as an individual so moving on to you know uh, the story of how this business really got put together and how it all happened uh, i think it was it was just something that i wanted to create like i knew i knew i could never work a 9 to 5 thing because that was not my gig like sure it can get you stability it can get you you know um, a certain standard of living very quickly get you to a certain standard of living very quickly but i always liked that challenge simply because you know i liked being in that discomfort where i try to push myself to get better because that's that's how i i've always been like that's how i've always grown and i think that has always been my mindset and that's why i can never work a 9 to 5 and i hate rules like n- not that i don't respect them but i think it really it really destroys your creativity when you're just living by a certain set of rules that are prescribed by someone else that don't even match you know who you are as a personality so i think that really destroys your potential to be creative and um i mean i understand why rules are important but i i if if you generally look at the way i operate it will usually be in the gray nothing that's uh, black and white but i'm pretty straightforward about the things i do so people don't really have a problem with that so i guess i get along quite well in that sense uh so talking about you know how all of this came together the the story so far um so i was in the middle of my first year of mba when the covid-19 pandemic hit and um, and at this point i think you know i'm just sitting at my home the the entire city is on lockdown and i'm thinking to myself is this really what i want to be doing like you know this break just showed me that this is not something that i want to be doing like um, 
initially i was supposed to go to the us in 20, uh, in fall of 2020 yeah fall of 2020 uh, but but since this entire pandemic hit uh, things started to change like things started looking a little more uncertain about whether i will be going or not and the reason i was looking forward to that trip was because i felt at that point i would get an opportunity to network in a land where in a place in a country where you know they really appreciate you taking initiative but clearly after that my my opinions have changed because i think again that's not something that's external that's internal to you like if you really think you can get something going off the ground by networking with people it's your job to do it and nobody else can help you with that and it's not the external circumstances like being in a different country also that's that's going to get you there it's just your own efforts yes it might be easier in another country but that doesn't mean you can't do it by yourself and i think i think i stopped giving myself that excuse that you know i need to be in a different country to really get something off the ground and once i got myself to accept that i think it it just it just became a lot easier to execute so then i picked up then i remembered this course that you know a german lecturer had come in to give at a certain point during our mba uh it wasn't to our class but it was it was to a different class but uh, i i spoke to the students who attended that lecture and they were really telling me about this entire concept of design thinking and that kind of really s- stuck with me like it was just something that i enjoyed listening and it it was something that i could relate to a lot like it was a kind of mindset that you adopt that had been very organic to me very natural to me and i didn't even realize that such a thing existed and once i once i decided you know once the pandemic hit i thought okay you know let me take a few courses on design thinking online whether it's on Cor- on coursera and i did and that completely shifted my perspective on what i want to do like i knew at that point that you know this is not something i want to do anymore like the mba thing because uh, it's not it's not in line with what i want to achieve at this point and again it was it was very hard telling this to my parents and getting them to really let me go and do it but eventually they did because i kind of like like i said if i really want something i can be really stubborn about it so they did and uh, <clears throat> and so you know uh, so april and march march and april was all about these courses it took me 6 weeks to just get myself accustomed with these courses and get my grades in place and finish the assignments that were online uh but once i was done with that on coursera that's when i really started to execute like towards the beginning of may i started you know revamping my entire linkedin profile uh really put in the certificates and stuff that i got from coursera um started networking with people on linkedin like i think that was a huge step because that's never that's not something i'd ever done before and i suck at small talk so uh, it's really hard for me to sit in sit in a room with someone and talk about things that are trivial like i mentioned previously so uh so that so networking was a re- is still a really big challenge for me because for me to get a conversation going it's more about how they feel about certain things and not about uh, circumstances so so that was a big thing like i really really had to like train myself you know push myself to get the conversation going take the initiative and do it and 
that was that i think lasted for about a month month and a half and i think i spoke to almost 100 people until i landed my first project so so the idea here is i don't want to start the company right away it's it, that's not how i plan to do it my plan is i try to take up a few projects as you know an intern or a freelancer uh see how i can deliver the value to them in my own way in my own unique way and capitalize on that maybe a year from now or you know a year and a half from now so that's the over the general plan that i'm trying to follow and it's really hard trying to get someone to give you a project um a project for something that you're not even an expert in or you know don't even have the experience in so out of 100 people i think almost 100 people i, I would say about uh 85 maybe I, i finally got one organization to give me a project uh and so now i'm working on that and that has been i mean it's been pretty cool so far right? it's just that it's had its own set of challenges because i'm doing everything for the first time and it's all new to me as well as them but i did kind of make it very clear to them that you know this is something that i am very new to and i'm bound to make a lot of mistakes and and they were pretty open minded about it too you know uh, accept it so they said look if it's something that's going to help us out and it's something that's going to help you out they, i don't really see how it's a bad thing and that was really cool of them like they really understood my position and and weren't afraid to give me a shot but to get to that point it was very hard like i think uh just the kind of uh, it's not even that it's not even that they say no straight to your face it's just they drag on the conversation trying to give you false hopes but it never capital it never converts into a project you know and that's the most frustrating part like at least if they give you a straight no you know for a fact okay this is done i can close this i can move on but they just leave the conversation hanging and you don't know whether it's a yes or a no and is so confused and that's what really frustrates me about you know trying to get leads and projects how to deal with that and i mean if any of you have any tips on how you think uh that that situation can be made better please do reach out to me because i feel like i need to learn on that and i still haven't been able to you, you know really uh evaluated well um so and so that's the really frustrating part about it and uh, so once the project got underway which has been happening now for the last one week uh i mean i'm feeling pretty confident about it because i'm trying to document everything that i do on paper uh, every every step that i take you know i try to put it on a word document and a pdf and send it to them so they know that you know this these are the things that happened over the first week and that's been pretty cool like i, I think i think i'm really sorry i'm really proud of myself in that regard um so yeah and but but i think one of the biggest disappointment uh, disappointment for me was uh you know when we had to talk about the compensation okay so what i told them was uh i'll take on the project for you okay uh, i'm doing this because i want to get experience i want to you know build on my expertise in this area and i so so for that i think it's fair that you know a very minimal stipend is 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 okay like a minimal stipend works i'm not looking too much in terms of money but i don't think they got the minimal stipend part and the, so when i documented that and i said you know i want a certain sum per month paid out in weekly installments uh i sent out the document and they said you know they reviewed the document and everything was fine 
and so we started the project and three days into the project i get another mail saying you know uh, they didn't really look into it properly and uh, they won't be able to pay me the amount and i think that was one of the disappointments i had like uh, it was quite disappointing because you know uh, you would think that they reviewed it well and they were okay with the terms and that they agreed but then they just uh, pulled out in the last minute but i mean i can't blame them because this whole pandemic is got them in a tricky situation i don't want to put any pressure on them additionally so i decided you know okay it, it's my first project as well it doesn't matter i've got an opportunity and i probably won't get one this big again and i just decided to go ahead with it but but if if there's one thing i've learned from it is that you know you don't always make it very clear to them that you know these this is what you expect in terms of a compensation not like i said don't focus just on that because obviously you you want to bring the value to them because you're capable of doing something and bringing value to others is what business is all about but also make sure that if you're looking for a fair compensation that you clearly highlight it to them and that there is no ambiguity at all like at every stage just make sure that they know that they have to pay you this much because when it comes up in a conversation later and they don't know about it it's a very awkward conversation trust me like you're just trying to explain it to them and they're just trying to you know um bargain and it's it's not a very pleasant conversation to have when you're in a project and you're collaborating with them so that is one thing i definitely learned uh over the course of this project but yeah like um so that that's what the story has been so far and uh I think now that we've gotten all of this out of the way um from the next episode you'll you'll probably see me documenting the stuff every step of the, every step of the way so every time I feel a certain frustration about something I will just pick up my phone record it and you know upload it for you guys to listen to uh so you can expect these episodes to come out about daily um uh, probably towards the end of the day because that's when i'll probably get the time to collate everything and pull it up and publish the episode uh so yeah so towards the towards the 8:00 mark and beyond you can expect my episodes to come out every day uh and yeah i just i just hope that you all really enjoyed this one and see you guys in the next one